And we're back on the hunt with Supernatural Season 4, Episode 10, Heaven and Hell. I'm Chris Barrows. And my name's Dan Cummins. Welcome back to the best Supernatural podcast on the air. Hopefully you're coming back uh, from last week where we covered um, the, the part one of Anna's story. I know what you did last summer. And... Um, I don't know how to feel about this one, Chris. I'll be totally honest with you. We talked about Anna. We talked about that episode previous to this. We covered how Supernatural just never actually got the female characters right. They were either a love interest or they just like were written poorly and killed off too early. I just don't think they understood how to write a female character. And unfortunately for me, Anna falls into that category and I'm going to go into why. And this episode is fine. It's an 8.9. It's a good episode, right? In terms of you know, critically uh, anyway, Jay Miller Tobin haven't seen him since a very supernatural Christmas. I adore that episode. So I don't want to shit on the episode, Chris, but we are coming back from part one of, of Anna's story. We're going to finish Anna's story for the most part in this episode. She is the star of this one. We're going to go into what her deal is. <laughs> I think we can put it at that, but this episode, like, I don't know. It's it's not as strong for me as I was hoping. And on a rewatch, it could be that the mystery is gone for me. I know that she's already an angel. Maybe that's part of it, Chris. But, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to be a downer on this. Anna, for me, is just such a missed opportunity. I just, I really hate how she ended in this one. And we're going to get there. But the choice at the end to have her form a romantic relationship with Dean completely ruined it for me. Um, I'll go into why, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's choices made in this episode that I don't agree with. Overall, I like this episode. So overall, I'm positive about this episode. I think it's hard to ignore you. If you heard us last episode, we both kind of struggled with Anna as a character. My mm. argument still is that her introduction was not strong. And because it wasn't strong, it's hard to give a crap in this one yeah. nearly as much about her, but you know, they did try to put a lot in. And that's a point you made at the end of last episode. They tried to fit a lot into that last episode. This could have been stretched over three episodes. And I think the story would have been better. Yes. That, that's kind of the way I actually was thinking about it was, well, if we did this, stretch the story out, get to know Anna. Then Alistar shows up at the first one. Then we get an Alistar, Anna, the still the same plot twist at the end of the second one. And then we go into this one. I think the story comes together a little bit better and they had enough time. I'm sure you could lose an episode in this season. Arguably we'll find out what, if there was an episode that comes up ahead, we could say you could cut this one and it yes. fleshes out. I just wish this story was fleshed out. I mean, why not? You're going to be, be continued, make it an epic kind of trilogy of episodes. I'd be fine with it. Right. Yeah. I'm more than okay with that. This one, by the way, November 20th, 2008 is when it aired J. Miller Tobin, who did A Very Supernatural Christmas in 2007. And IMDb, as you said, 8.9. Now, the angels want Anna dead. Sam and Dean are on the run with the frightened girl, which the description is so weird. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Like, even that description is weird to me. On the run with the frightened girl. Like, give me a break. I'm sorry. I just don't like that. Um and then determine discover the secret she has that has set the furies of heaven on her. I like the mystery concept that why do they care so much about her? Yeah. Um, and I think that story could have been set up better because to me, they care about her because she can hear if you're thinking about this and you don't know what's coming. She can hear angel radio useful to demons. Angels don't want that. There's a war between the two. Okay, great. That's why they don't want her. So to me, there's no secret. 
That's the secret. Now, the plot twist is the secret, but I just think that could have been set up better. So the boys don't give up Anna. Let's just start with her the last episode ended. They don't give up Anna, the prophet, quote unquote, to the angels. And there's an attack. And then essentially a bright light appears and the angels are repelled. Anna used her blood to draw a banishing spell. So she's got concepts and ideas and she knows things. So we're continuing to show her knowledge on this stuff. And the boys are taking it by surprise. Like, wait a minute, you can do that? Like, they're just like, how do we do that? So it's an interesting opening scene. I just found that it was so quick. And to the point, it's like, I I almost wanted a little bit more drawn out opening scene to this one. Yeah. You know, my biggest issue, Chris, is I don't understand what the writers wanted to do with Anna. Why, why is Anna a character, right? Like, what is her ultimate purpose? I think back to episodes like Heart, right? You remember that one, Chris, where Sam falls in love with the oh, yeah. werewolf? Um, I didn't love that episode. Madison, the werewolf, just wasn't convincing to me. But I understood what the writers were trying to do with that episode, right? Sam saw himself as a doomed monster, so to speak. Um, he didn't want to be a monster. He didn't wish to have demon blood inside of him. But that's just who he is, right? Same with Madison. Madison was a werewolf, didn't choose it, but she was doomed as a werewolf. So I understood what the writers were trying to do there. They wanted us as the audience to identify with Sam and understand that Sam feels a certain way about himself. And that's why he's gravitating towards others that are of a similar nature, right? My problem with Anna is that I don't understand what I'm supposed to take away from it. My guess, Chris, is that Dean is very reluctant of angels, as he should be. They're all dickheads so far, right? Castiel, I think you could argue, is less of a dickhead than Uriel, but the case remains the same. Castiel is still taking orders, despite the fact that he doesn't know who the orders are coming from and and what the hell he's actually doing um, with these orders, right? So, yes, Dean is skeptical of angels. Did they bring Anna in? to make Dean a little less skeptical of angels. And if they did, why did they write her this way? Right. Well, they write a romance in and and my thing, the thing that's out of character, I think that's the problem, right? Because again, we stress there's a lot of good. I mean, we've got Sam, Dean, Ruby, Anna taking refuge at at Bobby's in this one. And this could be really cool. And then we, we see, Oh, here's the place where we've been hanging out. Let's not forget one of our, characters we enjoy a lot is in this episode yes they call pamela to unlock her memories and i thought that was awesome because you see pamela's alive she's blind now because of castiel but they've kept her in the story so that's a great scene to unlock we see and it's a great storytelling metric and you kind of see more and more happening and anna starts to remember who she is right up front there you see her essentially falling to her becoming human relinquishing her grace interesting tidbits to show hey an angel does not need to stay an angel the angel can say screw it i'm not an angel anymore i don't want to be i don't want these wings i don't want this grace now for all of that it's hard to avoid the romance part where you can say sam how can you have a relationship with this demon and then you're going to go have a relationship with the other like right it's a further trying to do a divide of the boys Mm -hmm. that doesn't land and i think that's what they're trying to do from a plot perspective say they're not on the same page right now but you they're on parallel paths 
of, uh, and I don't want to say, I don't know how else to put it. They're on parallel paths. One's falling, one kind of falls for an angel, but Sam's is believable. Sam's right. falling for the demon is believable because they're working together. They're doing good things. You can argue, right? Uh, falling for the angel just like that. Like, and, and he doesn't just fall for people. So it's an out of character moment. And I think that's what bogs it down. Cause they, they make a little bit of love in the back of the Impala in the a lot, a lot of love in the Impala. Yes. So yeah. Like I, I mean, I like the concept that they try to find her grace. They find the tree that grew where it happened. Like I love all these concepts. And then it's like, oh, but they're going to fall. And it's just unnecessary. And I think it's it goes back to a mischaracterization of of some women characters on the show where it just becomes a romantic interest. Lisa is a great romantic interest. Lisa's phenomenal as a character. Anna is not a good choice for romantic interest for Dean. So I I think it's just that's the difference between a strong character like Lisa and and not so strong in Anna. And and that's not the actor in this case. That's the problem. It's the way they're written. Yeah. Yeah. So well said, Chris. I would say that the fact that they just threw her in as a romantic interest at the end completely diluted her character. Like you said, a lot of interesting things we learn about angels and as the only one that said, hey, I'm going to cut my grace out and be human. That's that's huge. I personally, Chris, wish they never did that. I'm on the other side of the fence. I'm opposite of you. I really hate that angels can become humans. I wish they had stayed this omniscient, all-powerful like beast of a of a thing. But once you can make them human, it's like, of course, Castiel falls down that road, right? Like it it takes away the mystery for me, the mystique of angels. But that's neither here or there. When you be, when you when you turn Anna into the romantic interest. You take away all of the power and the interesting things that you just established because you're saying, yeah, she's this really cool character, but now she's just another one on Dean's list, you know? And I really hate that Chris, because number one, it, it goes against his character, right? What Dean's a hypocrite. Now Sam can go get laid by a demon. um, And he's going to be concerned about that, but he can go do the same thing with, a creature that he already doesn't trust. Like, it doesn't make sense to me and it's out of character. And more than anything, it dilutes Anna's character. Let her be this badass, you know, unique angel that is more is. powerful than Castiel and you're right. But the she second that you make her you do someone, that. <laughs> yeah. Until you do that. Yeah. Because now she's just another one on Dean's list and she like kisses him goodbye. Like as she's being taken, I just, uh, Chris, I hated it. I hated this ending so much on an otherwise really great interesting episode like you said we see pamela she comes in she unlocks all these memories uriel appears to dean in a dream and says hey it's either you know anna or sam you got to pick because if you don't pick we're going to send you back to hell it's like there's so many good things in this episode and i just have this sour taste in my mouth from watching it like i I really wish they didn't do that to anna yeah, because there's a few other things in this episode that stand out. You've mentioned those. You've got Ruby going and revealing herself to Alistair and being tortured mm. and essentially being unwilling to give up information. You see a certain dedication from Ruby. I really, I, I do like the character of Ruby, as I've said. And yeah. in this episode, Ruby really kind of does what she has to and and, and is strong. And she's a, she, she really cares. Ruby genuinely cares about Sam, you get this sense in yeah. these kind of episodes like she she cares like we need to stop this 
but she's got more emotion, right? And the demons, it's really interesting. Demons have more emotion. I'm I'm learning the more and more we're watching than angels who are stoic, right? Yes. But demons can be turned, right? We we have demons who are outright awful. Alistar is awful. Yeah. But demons can be turned to be more good. Now, call them not good because they're still demons, right? They made a deal, whatever. But a lot of these demons are people who made a deal. You can't make a deal to become an angel. So they're outnumbered because they've already got a better recruitment strategy. Mm-hmm, I mean, that's why the war, I think, is interesting. Demons could say, hey, you got a 10-year deal. All right, cool. Join our army. Um, <laughs> be all that you can be. You know, it's it's <laughs> like, it's just fascinating. And you do have this whole back and forth. Uh, Uriel come to take Castle. Dean's choice is, is there. The angels go to take. And then Ruby ends up appearing. And the demons fight, angels fight, and then this is where Anna does something. She gets her grace back. This is where my issue is. I, if you're, you, she got it back so quick. You couldn't have stretched this out. You couldn't have made this more interesting. You couldn't give her more of a choice. Like I, I don't know. Was there a better way to do it? Again, with two episodes, she goes from two, boop. I'm a prophet. Nope, not a prophet. I'm actually an angel. I just wanted my grace. Oh, I got my grace. And you transform a character that I'm just getting to know. And then she's immediately a new character. Right. And that I think is at the crux of why her character probably is not as well liked as we talked about in the, uh, the last episode uh, where you talked about the Reddit poll, because she's really two different characters at that point. She's a new character. The moment she gets her grace. And that's the reality of it. Yeah. So during all this, we know Alistair's out there. Now I'm thinking about Alistair half the time after this episode, because what, what's this Alistair dude? But there's a significant moment in this episode, Dan, for, for all the conversation about Anna. And this is an Anna-focused episode. It's it's fair to say. And an episode focused on a character that, as you've said, 50-50, kind of in the like department, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like Bella significantly better than Anna for a reason. She's yes. a more interesting character overall. She's got more layers. Anna could have had more layers. But, Dan, this episode ends with, with something I've been alluding to in previous episodes, which is... Sam and Dean on the side of a road and we need to talk about this. And he talks about his time in hell and he says it was more like 40 years. Then he uses the term more like 40 years. So take that for what it is. Was it exactly 40 years? Time moves slower, right? Take that as 40 years. That's kind of how we take it from a canon perspective. And he went and tortured and tort was tortured and tortured and tortured for 30 years. He was tortured. I'm just imagine that he's less than 30 years old on earth. At yeah. this point, he's lived 60 years, hypothetically. I, I just want people to think about the concept of how torn and screwed up Dean is. And he was screwed up before he went to hell. All right. You think he's screwed up then? He's really screwed up now. So for all the times I'm like, Dean, why would you make this decision? The man has essentially PTSD at this point. He was a prisoner of war who then became the torturer for the last 10 years before he got pulled. And he was good at it. He was good at it. Mm. I compare it to a show that I watched lost. And there was a character on lost Saeed who essentially got turned into a torture of her people. And it haunted him to his end on the show. And it wasn't that long of a period of time. He was an Iraqi soldier. Um, 
was turned all these stories happen around him. It's very interesting. He turns into a torturer. He's judged constantly in that show um, for many reasons, unfortunately. But I think about that when you're turned into the torturer, that's a lot on your conscience. You can't really forgive yourself. And really, if you think about the rest of his show and all the things he goes through, I mean, how does that man live with himself? And, and to the day he dies, it's probably a challenge every single day. So I think this is a significant confession that ultimately brings this episode up because that scene, as short as it is, incredibly impactful. Yeah, I saw someone post on on Reddit, Chris. We asked, what do you like and dislike about season four? And the most common response was, well, we didn't get enough about Dean's time in hell. And we know that the network was pressuring Kripke, hey, let's make the show bigger and bigger and bigger, right? They wanted that cosmic war. And so you don't have a lot of time in season four for Dean to talk about it. I've shit a lot about uh, I've shit on Anna a lot in this in this rewatch uh, episode, Chris. But the one thing I really liked about Anna in this episode, before they made sweet sweet love in the backseat of the Impala, was that Anna sort of holds Dean and she says, "Look, man, I know what happened in hell. Like I heard them talking about it. It's okay. Like I, I, no one should judge you on it. You were in a really tough spot, and when you're ready to talk about it, there are people that are you know more than happy to listen and talk to you about it, like Sam." And it was a really touching moment for for Anna and for Dean. Of course, they ruined it by making it a romantic moment right after that. But like, I really love that Dean had that moment from somebody other than Sam, right? Because it's really hard to put your head on Sam's shoulder right now. They're both carrying so much. So for Anna to be that person for Dean, almost a guidance counselor or a psychiatrist or, you know, like just somebody uh, of a third party was really huge for Dean. You could see like Jensen's acting in that moment was, was fantastic. He really looks broken. Like he even says, I can't talk about it. It's too hard. You know, yeah, and we really be, get, let's be clear too, because as we've talked about Anna, it's really the character and the way she's written, because I think the yeah. actor does a good job delivering in these scenes. Totally. Uh, in particular, the moments like that are a great example it's just disappointing that they they didn't write the character better and make you care more because eventually just she becomes really just an angel yeah and she's kind of boring at that point so she loses that and that's the one thing about having her have that humanity or maybe she sticks around and she becomes an ally to them because she is under and she even has her grace i would love the concept that she gets her grace back gets away and has the choice to take it but doesn't like it's almost her power move in a moment of absolute need you know there's just other ways to do that story that i think would have been more interesting and ultimately in the long run with all of it i I guess i break it down as overall strong strong episode there's just decisions that are made that i think in the long run of the show could have made a better and more powerful impact for individual characters and overall plot wise i love the idea that we would have got potentially more about hell but I still want people to visualize that concept. I mean, that's 30 years. I'm, 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 you know, I, 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 I think about 30 years would be, be more than 75% of my life right now. So 30 years in hell. And he lived for, he was there for 40 years. He, he's been in hell longer than I've been. He was in hell longer than I was alive. Yeah. He made a choice to not be tortured. Can honestly, anybody say they wouldn't have made that decision? Cause I can't sit here and say I would be, 
the incredible person who said, no, I could not. No, none of us. We, you, he didn't break for 30 years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty freaking impressive. And in, in my book, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> yeah. The only other person I think that could go that long and not even as long is probably John. Well, I think they, Dean they, gets they as much, right. They essentially say as much in the show that John never, you know, kind of would go for it, you know? Yeah. Um, and you, you could see John not doing it because that's just who John is. But it it is a episode that opens up a lot of opportunities. The fights that, you know, it is Sam's credit where it's due. Sam's idea is to get them all together because this is the necessary action they have to take. They have no other way to win because they are not powerful enough. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to it, yeah, it's a really interesting episode. And I think it does stand out that if you remove the romantic part and I just wish and they'll do this again in the show. I just wish they didn't always take a female character and say, all right, we're going to have them become a romantic interest for one of these two. Yes. And, and I think some they do that. They they devalue these really incredible women whose characters could be just 10 times better as just powerful women. Um, You look later on at the sh- at, at some of the people we deal with. We've got multiple sheriffs who are awesome characters and they're allowed to be their own unique selves and they're not necessarily interconnected to the boys. Yeah. And to me, those women stand out for a reason. Those are the ones who almost got a spinoff for, for a reason too. And I would have loved to see that spinoff personally, but I know that didn't go well, unfortunately. So, um, you know, so yeah, that's it. That is this episode. That is heaven and hell. Uh, we learn a lot in this episode. That's for sure. The episode title uh, was actually Hell's Angels until a few days before airing. Um, basically, they changed because it was a trademark infringement from Hell's Angels uh, Motorcycle Corporation. So they did have to change that. And then Angel Grace, Dan. Angel Grace is a big deal. We learn about this concept. You've kind of expressed your opinion. And I understand your take. The concept. Yeah. I And I imagine if, I wonder if that's the dividing factor. Do people, would they rather angels can't do that? And to your point on Angel Grace, it does open up opportunities in the future for angels to fall, for all these other things to happen. If that mm-hmm. doesn't happen, angels stay all powerful, all more, or, or, you know, and, and maybe that has some positive impact on some seasons where it gets a little bit weird and maybe we don't, don't like certain decisions. So you might be right. In this moment, as I watched it, I just like the fact that someone could choose that, but maybe they make it harder. Maybe they make it more difficult. There's probably a way to do it that you and I are both appeased, uh, quite frankly. But um, I stand by this. I wish Anna was human longer. I wish she had that grace and she always had the choice and they knew it. And at any given moment, she could have said, I'm going to be an angel again, but she chose to be human. Um. I think that that just would have been more interesting. And I only say that because of a rewatch and I know the direction stuff go. I would have not made that suggestion, you know, when I had not watched the show. Yeah. I think the angel grace, Chris, it makes things too easy. And I think the implication of, Oh, um, I cut grace out of myself. I became human. And then I saw my grace hanging from a necklace from another angel. All I have to do is throw it on the ground and poof, it's back inside of me. It just it lays the groundwork for lazy writing later on in the show. And that's where my love for Supernatural starts to decrease a little bit, Chris, because the stakes are so high under Kripke's reign. The second that Kripke leaves, everything is so easy. Oh, we can just walk into hell now. 
we can just go through the cellar with this one you know spell and it's so easy to just walk right in it's like no hell should be this fortress heaven should be this fortress. angels should be these incredible creatures that you're afraid of you know and they do that so well with a character like anna to open up the door to make that decision uh and, and to allow her to just kind of flip-flop back and forth yeah it really it takes away some of the uh the stakes for me and therefore it falls a little bit flat but listen i love anna i think everything that they needed to do for her was in this episode chris and the one previous to this my criticism is that you could have taken some stuff away get rid of the love interest story um get rid of the flashback scene from our prior episode give anna time to shine and like you said Maybe this episode ends with, hey, you have a decision. Yes, you can be an angel again. Or would you rather continue to fight with these feelings of being scared and confused? Like, like give us a reason to care about Anna. And Make I her a don't team like member who's helping out and shows up on occasion. Let us get to know her better. Sure. That's all I wanted. That, yeah. That's all I wanted. Um, I want to I, I also want to note because we record these and this will be airing after the fact. But I want to say this in the moment because I just saw this. I just got the message. Um, it's not related to Supernatural, but it's related to fandom, Dan. And I just got uh, the word that Kevin Conroy has died. And that's really sad news. So this is going to be old oh. news when people hear it. But it's I, I just want to extend like you talk about great actors, great shows, the, the voice work being imp impactful. Yeah. And, um, you know, we 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 talk about it. But but because um, uh, obviously jensen goes on to always to always talk about batman i thought it'd be appropriate to just you know uh note that and just note how sad that news is because that's a it's a big bummer this will this will air a few weeks later after that has happened but um in honor of jensen's fan of the batman i thought it appropriate to uh yeah take note of that yeah i'm, I'm a big fan of, of his work uh in particular with batman too so um some breaking news not not great news rest in peace uh mr conroy um yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a good way to end the episode, Chris. We, we've got another one coming next week. Uh, it's a filler episode, Family Remains, uh, Haunted House. This could have been an episode dedicated to Anna, as we've said. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll find out. Is it worth the filler episode? Is the monster compelling? It's a ghost, Chris. Yeah. We've covered many ghosts. Let's see if this one is worth rewatching. That's what we're here for. Yeah, and in all fairness, we have said we do like a Monster of a Week episode, so... Was it worth it? Will there be a spot? And I will say, I will be on the lookout for that episode that I think they could have cut because I really look at these two episodes and they say, man, yeah, there was something here and this character could have been could have been more. Uh, and uh, in the long run, we get what we get. But I want to thank everybody, of course, for tuning in. I uh, highly recommend, Ross, as noted, we're on Reddit, uh, we're on Twitter. You may not want to be on Twitter right now. I, I don't know. It depends where Elon World is at at this point, I guess. But um, we're definitely on Reddit. So come hang out with us on Reddit. Uh, we got to start some great threads over there. And we thank you for listening. Uh, you, If you want to start the show over and it's your first time, rewatch, go back to our first pilot. Um, I, I Full disclosure, I did listen to our pilot accidentally the other day because I kind of skipped over the last episode, too. And our audio is nowhere near as good in the first episode. We apologize for that. We've improved over time, right? But um, it, I promise, great content. Go listen. And on that note, I guess it's fair to say that it's it for this week. But we will be back because, after all, we've got work to do.